0: Welcome to Apologetics and the Gospel. My name is Pastor Jonathan White, and I'm the lead pastor at Cross Point Family Church in Hurricane West Virginia, as well as a practicing emergency medicine physician. So our question for today is, what is irreducible complexity? The concept of irreducible complexity was present among creation science groups for some 20 to 30 years earlier, but, but Professor Michael B. of Lehigh University coined the idea or t- phrase in his book Darwin's Black Box in 1996 and further explained and expanded the idea. He used the idea of a mousetrap to discuss the concept of irreducible complexity. A typical mousetrap has five distinct parts, including a catch, a spring, a hammer, a holding bar, and a foundation. Uh, If any of these parts would be removed, then the entire system would fail. Uh, This mousetrap metaphor is not perfect, but it does help the average person understand the concept a little better. Uh, So what does this concept have to do with apologetics and the gospel? Uh, Those who believe in evolution believe that all life started from a single-celled, Organism and gradually attained further genetic material through countless mutations. Uh, Frankly, this is taught as scientific fact in most biology classes. This idea has gone far beyond theory and has now moved into a religious affection for evolutionists. Uh, But the theory is the theory of evolution rational? Uh, Is it truly logical, even? Does it agree with what we observe in science? And and frankly, is the theory scientific in the first place? Uh, The word science actually and literally means to know. Uh, Can we really know that evolution is true? Or does it take faith to believe in evolution? Uh, It seems very apparent that evolution is not knowable or observable. It's not the same as measuring the acceleration of gravity as you drop a ball from a certain height and how it hits at exactly the same time each time. Or or measuring the temperature of a room and how you can reproduce that measurement with a thermostat or a thermometer over and over again and understand that it is consistent. Uh, Those are reproducible and observational scientific scientific facts. Uh, Evolution is not observable. I understand that evolutionists would not agree with my above statements. Most evolutionists are atheists, although there are a group of those who refer to themselves as theistic evolutionists. But but atheists themselves pride themselves in the fact that they do not have faith. But do atheists have faith? Uh, the definition of faith is a belief in something that cannot be seen or believing in something in which there is not complete evidence. Wouldn't that statement fit evolution? Absolutely. And anyone who is intellectually honest would have to admit that it takes faith to believe in evolution. Uh, Getting back to our question today, uh, irreducible complexity proves that evolution is not a rational belief. Let's begin with discussing the cell, the basic building block of all life. The cell in itself is irreducibly complex. It is made up of organelles that make up the whole. And even the organelles are made up of atoms that form molecules, that form proteins moving forward. A a cell without a mitochondria, which is the powerhouse of the cell, would have no energy to move or do anything. It would just die. A a cell without ribosomes would be unable to produce proteins, which are needed for all cellular machinery. Uh, Going even further, let's talk about DNA for a moment. DNA is made up of two strands of base pairs that are wound up into a double helix. There are four bases that make up DNA, and they're adenosine, thiamine, guanine, and cytosine. Uh, Aside from the incredibly low likelihood of a double helix forming by evolution, just the complexity involved in just the shape of DNA, uh, what about the mutations and additions of DNA that would be necessary to eventually form even the simplest of living cells. Uh, According to an article from the NIH, the National Institute of Health, uh, Lowe and Hill say this, mutation rates are difficult to measure because the events are so rare that it is like measuring the frequency of needles and haystacks. Uh, So first and foremost, the odds of even getting a high enough mutation rate to form the first cell is as close to impossible as we could imagine. But even assuming that these mutations would happen. Again, a very far-fetched idea. How many mutations that occur are positive? And, and how many are negative? Medically speaking, we see very few positive mutations in humans. Uh, most mutations lead to cancers or other negative health conditions. Uh, even those that are positive, somewhat, or have a positive bend, such as sickle cell, uh, the gene that prote- it's a gene, that the genetic uh, mutation that protects against malaria. It still leads to bad outcomes with pa- in patients with this mutation. They, they may avoid malaria, but they may face acute chest crises, anemia, splenic damage causing an increased risk for infection, vision problems, painful episodes, among other symptoms. This partially positive mutation ends up increasing the mortality rate of those who have it. Understanding that most mutations that we see are either not helpful or are even harmful, what are the odds that we would have enough positive mutations that would form every organelle needed for the cell all at once? This new cell would only have one shot and would have to form all at the same time hence the issue of irreducible complexity back in our face. And this cell would not only need to have all the machinery correct, it would need to have the machinery needed to replicate itself as well, because if it formed by chance and could not replicate, it would die and never be seen again. There, there are so many deeper and intricate p- intricate parts Of the cell and DNA that we could go through. But I I pray that today's discussion has got your mind going. Don't just trust what people with PhDs state or even MDs like myself state. Search for what really is the truth. The Bible teaches that God created everything systematically. Uh, In six days, God created everything. At the end of Genesis 1, we see this, and God saw everything that he had made And behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Uh, When he created man, everything needed was created at once. Man can be irreducibly complex because man was created as completely man. Uh, When God created plants and trees, everything that was needed was created at once. When he created each family of animals, the same is true. The Bible teaches that God created everything well, He didn't create them haphazardly. It was not done in chaos, but in order. Uh, So clearly, the Bible teaches that evolution is untrue. It's not consistent. I I pray that today's discussion has challenged you to think more deeply about evolution and creation. I am assured that as you truly seek the truth in regards to creation versus evolution, you will find evolution is inconsistent and frankly illogical. Those who continue to grasp onto evolution do so because if there is a God, then we almost give an account to him. We must obey him. We can't live the way we want to. And so man does what? He suppresses the truth, as Romans 1.18 states, because he does not want to answer to God. He wants to be God himself. However, our God is a loving God. Creation screams that there is a creator, just like a building screams that there is an architect, and a builder creation screams that there is a creator. The Bible states that we are all born with the knowledge of God, so that none is without excuse, Romans 1, 19 through 21. And I pray that if you have suppressed the truth thus far, that you seek it out. Seek and you will find. Because if you seek the truth, you will end up finding the one who is the truth, namely Jesus Christ. He is the way and the truth and the life, as John fourteen six states. No one comes to the Father except through him. I pray earnestly that you seek and that you come to know the truth. These presentations have been put together to strengthen the faith of believers and to challenge the unbelief of others. I pray that if you find these presentations helpful as we continue moving forward, that you share them with others. Feel free to email any ideas you would like to see addressed by emailing me at crosspointwv at gmail.com. That is crosspoint with an e, wv at gmail.com. There are slides prepared for each of these presentations, which can be accessed at our church website at crosspointfamily.church slash a-t-g. That is crosspointfamily.church forward slash capital A, capital T, capital G. Also, please note that this is a 10 to 15 minute presentation, and I cannot exhaustively address most issues. My prayer is that it stimulates you to personally research further, and I am assured that you will find the Word of God proven true time and time again. God bless, and have a blessed week.